1: This week on Heritage Bible Radio, we're still not going to return to our study through the book of Mark because we have a New Year's message for you. At the start of each year, Pastor Jim takes one Sunday to remind us of how a Christian worldview looks through biblical eyes at the world and culture changing and shifting around us. As we know, because he has told us it's true, God never changes. What he said thousands of years ago still stands. What he has said will come to pass will still come to pass. What he has told us is right and good and godly and what is evil never has and never will change. But the world around us does change and it's changing fast and not in a God-honoring direction. It's always interesting a year later to see what Pastor Jim wanted to help us reflect upon a year ago as we enter into another new one. 2020 has been quite a ride. Are you buckled in by God's Word and His Spirit within you for 2021? Let's get right into today's slice of the New Year's message entitled, Optimistic Pessimism.
0: But most of the most significant issues are going to be hidden behind, buried underneath personal attacks on the candidates, provocative, shallow sound bites, and far more heat than light. But through it all, We need to be wise and we need to be careful, sift through the garbage that we're going to hear, and try to be a good steward of the vote that we're privileged to have in our country. You know, I was thinking, you're probably more likely to get overtly persecuted in 2020 for saying something political than you are for saying something spiritual. The world's pretty good at just rolling their eyes and shutting down and ignoring us talking about Jesus. But, oh, if you say... If you say something not regarded as politically correct in whatever room you happen to be in, you could get fired, you could be maligned, you could be unfriended. If it gets real bad, I think you can trust me on this one. No one is going to surge into prominence in the 2020 presidential campaign by taking a stand on the authority and sufficiency of Scripture or by calling people to repentance and, 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 and rebuking political sins of arrogance and pride, they're not gonna. nobody's going to try to tone that down. They're just going to one-up each other. And they're just going to sarcastically, in a passive-aggressive sort of way, make it look like they're being less obnoxious than the other ones. Oh, and you know what? The election's not even till November. We have a whole roller coaster ride of an impeachment trial, if they ever actually pass it on to the Senate. That whole fiasco already has people defending indefensible actions, defending carnal attitudes, and some people with different carnal attitudes playing fast and loose with their version of the facts and with the U.S. Constitution. It's all driven by a desire for power, my friends. I think I can also say this. There's never been a year that will be more appropriate for you to obey something that Paul wrote a couple months before he wrote Second Timothy. It's in First Timothy chapter two, verses one through four. I've been trying to do more of it. Hope you'll join me. First Timothy two, one through four, Paul says, First of all then I urge that entreaties and prayers, petitions and thanksgivings. Four different words for prayer. That kind of covers it. Entreaties and prayers, petitions and thanksgiving. Be made on behalf of all men for kings and all who are in authority so that we may lead a tranquil and quiet life in all godliness and dignity. This is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior who desires all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of truth. You want to do something you absolutely for sure know is God's will in the coming year? Memorize those four verses and do it as often as you can. One reason he says to pray for leaders is that we may lead a tranquil and quiet life in all godliness and dignity. Anybody not in on that one? I like that one. He says, pray for government leaders because it's good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior. Asking yourself, God, how can I please you today? Well, there's one. Can't miss on that one. Reason number three, pray for our government leaders because God desires all men to be saved. Well, even, even that guy? Did you hear what he said? Yeah, even that guy, especially that guy. And whoever you think I'm thinking of when I say that guy, I ain't telling you who I'm saying, talking about because I'm talking about all of them. People need the Lord. And the greater their position of influence, probably the greater they need the Lord, but they all need Him in an absolute way. Hey, listen, friends, we are not winning the culture war. We, there's no reason to believe that we are going to see the tide turn in the direction that our culture is going down the, the, the rabbit holes of, of relat- moral relativism, immorality, sexual promiscuity, the whole sexual uh, revolution, redefining man, all of those things. There's no culture in history that has ever slid into the depth of the morass that we're in and then turned back toward truth and morality. Oh, I, I, I hope I'm wrong on that one. It's more pleasant to live in a world where there's kind of a at least a cultural Christian worldview, but we're not winning that war. That's, a, that's the bad news. And that's why I say you really should be pessimistic. If you're not pessimistic about the culture wars, you're going to be miserable. And it's going to get worse next year because it's not going to go your way. That's the bad news. That's the reason to be pessimistic. But the good news is we're not here for the purpose of fighting that war. We're not here to save a culture. We're here to be God's spokespersons and His servants to, to, to further His plan to rescue souls from the eternity of the lake of fire. We're not here to make them more comfortable while they're on their way there. We're here to preach Christ. And when we do that, we're going to be helping fulfill His plan to build His church. And nothing's going to thwart that. So you really ought to be optimistic. You'll be optimistic to the, to, to the extent that you have your mind set on the things above. And you'll be pretty miserable as you look at the world around you. All right, we know the situations of the two groups mentioned here. Now we need to see what God wants us to do in light of what's happening. All who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus... They'll be persecuted. Evil men, they're going to keep getting worse. Now, you, however, continue. 2 Timothy three fourteen and 15. You, however, continue in the things you have learned and become convinced of, and knowing from whom you have learned them, and that from childhood you've known the sacred writings, which are able to give you the wisdom that leads to salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. That's a complicated sentence, and I didn't inflect it very well, but it's very important. Twice in that sentence, or in those two verses, I should say, the word you is emphatic. Now, in English, you can't make a, a, a pronoun emphatic unless you circumlocute. You have to say something like you yourself, or you and you alone, or especially you, and, or, or you, uh, you personally. But in Greek, you can just put a, one more letter or one less letter, and the first emphatic you is at the beginning. You, however. You, among those who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus. You, in distinction from the evil men who are, who are getting worse and worse. So that's in the sense of you, like, don't worry about the evil men you see. Here's exactly what you must do. And I dare say what Paul told Timothy has exactly the same application to you and me today in our culture as it did for him in his culture. What does he command him to do? Continue. Uh, The Greek word for continue uh, is also translated abide or remain. Live there. Live where? Well, in the sacred writings. That's the books of Scripture. The second emphatic you is in the phrase the sacred writings which are able to give you the wisdom that leads to salvation through faith in Jesus Christ. You're asking, how am I ever going to know how to rescue somebody from this world that's in a tailspin? You're going to have the wisdom when you park yourself in God's Word. You're not sure how to handle things as our society keeps spinning out of control? Heading down that slippery slope, you're not sure what you're going to do when persecution turns personal? Well, I can, I can know that I can't exactly tell you what you should do, but I know that I have an absolute ironclad promise from God that if you remain steadfastly committed to knowing and obeying His Word, He will give you wisdom. And by the way, God dispenses wisdom daily. You, you can ask Him for wisdom. He doesn't give you wisdom for a week from Thursday. Otherwise, you wouldn't be living by faith. I'll tell you how to live today, and you'll know it by discerning it from His Word. So park yourself in His Word, remain there, continue there, abide there. Don't move, don't waver, don't doubt, don't compromise, don't waffle to please people. Now, I'm being really sneaky here. It, the, the hardest thing with a New Year's sermon is to keep it under five or six hours, all right? Um, I've already diverted you to three other sermons. I said there was a three-part series on social justice. You've got three sermons to listen to. I want to recommend two more for you. That gets my six hours. The one I'm taking, I'm not even taking an hour. The three I recommended, and here here come two more. I highly recommend to you at least two sermons that came from the Truth Matters Conference a few months back, sponsored by um, Grace to You. The first one I want to recommend is by our friend Justin Peters. It's called Hearing from Heaven, How to Know the Voice of God. Very, very well done. Justin does great research, and it will help you understand when you have people who think that God speaks to them through their inner If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program.